The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. The Union for America's Big Three Automakers has officially called a strike. This is the first time the United Auto Workers have called a strike at all three, Ford, GM, and Chrysler, at the same time. And while it's not stopping all of their work, it is reportedly targeting factories that make the automakers' most profitable models, like the Ford Bronco and Chevy Colorado pickup. Corporate leaders aren't happy with the union's demands, which at the high end call for a 40 percent wage hike. There's no way we can be sustainable as a company if those demands are met, Ford CEO Jim Farley told CNBC yesterday. Deutsche Bank analysts estimate the full demands would cut one to two billion dollars from annual profit for the automakers. GM had a profit of less than 10 billion dollars last year on one hundred and fifty seven billion dollars in revenue. Ford lost two billion dollars. If you want to know just how bright the market thinks these companies' prospects are, well, they already look pretty dim. Ford shares peaked in 1998, around $35, and currently trade in the mid-12 range. GM went bankrupt during the financial crisis and has been trading in the mid-30s for the past decade, aside from a COVID spike. Both companies are valued around $50 billion today. Chrysler was fully bought by Fiat, now Stellantis, in 2014, and only its Jeep and Ram brands may even survive. While there are dozens of different historical reasons for the Detroit automakers' struggles, their current diminution boils down to the fact that the market is shifting to EVs, and it's unclear how big and profitable a role they will even play in the global auto industry going forward. Now, fortunately for the U.S., we also happen to have, thanks to Tesla, one of the biggest beneficiaries of the EV transition, indeed one of the companies that has hastened its arrival. Tesla is worth almost $900 billion for a reason. It was the world's largest EV maker as of June 30th. Oh, and it's non-union. If the story ended there, it would largely be a regional story about how America's auto industry is shifting from Detroit to California, Texas, and elsewhere. Unfortunately, it's not the whole story. China is about to do to the global auto industry what Japan did in the 1970s and 80s, ironically, back when U.S. automakers were similarly hamstrung by union strikes. Less than three years ago, China wasn't even a top 15 global auto exporter. By the end of this year, it is poised to be the world's biggest. As the Financial Times reports, domestic manufacturers, including EV champion BYD, are now outselling foreign automakers and targeting overseas markets for growth. China is expected to surpass Japan in vehicle exports this year, having ascended past Germany last year. Little wonder gloom is spreading throughout Germany. Indeed, while Tesla was the number one EV maker in the second quarter, BYD was number two. BYD, long an investment darling of Berkshire Hathaway, continues inching closer to Tesla, and one of its SUVs was the best-selling EV in Sweden in July, beating out Volkswagen, Tesla, and Volvo, as Electric reports. And the number three global EV maker behind Tesla and BYD is China's GAC Aeon, with 6% share. Not coincidentally, the EU has just launched an anti-subsidy probe into China as it fears that China may indeed do to the car market what it's done to basically every other global consumer product in the past two decades, which is to make it more cheaply and efficiently. 
Global markets are now flooded with cheaper cars, official Ursula von der Leyen proclaimed, and their price is kept artificially low by huge state subsidies. Europe may now weigh tariffs, which happens to be the reason why the U.S. market hasn't already been similarly inundated with cheaper Chinese EVs. A big hurdle to entering America are the tariffs dating back to Donald Trump's presidency on Chinese-made EV components like batteries, as The Economist noted earlier this year. Indeed, regulators have a big choice to make. Perhaps the others are different, but Chinese leader BYD is hardly just another cheap purveyor of low-quality goods. It has been called the new Toyota, a model of efficiency. Its profit margins may have already surpassed Tesla's. And unlike Tesla, it has a wide variety of ranges and styles and brings out new models regularly. Eventually, its launch in America seems inevitable, The Economist reports. Why? Because American car makers, both Detroit's and Tesla, are highly dependent on the Chinese market for sales. They cannot afford to lobby against Chinese entrants at home, lest China shuts them out in response. BYD's EVs are also cheaper, which would both be a relief to American shoppers and help more quickly electrify the auto market. A partnership with Toyota itself to enter America, since they already have a joint venture in China, can't be ruled out. And if that happens, the risks are astronomical for Detroit's big three. Even Tesla starts to look like it's caught on its back foot. If a strike is lengthy, four weeks or more, then production and the EV roadmap could be pushed out into 2024, warns Wedbush analyst Dan Ives, a crucial period for GM, Ford and Stellantis. Plus, any wins by the union will likely push their EV prices higher, resulting in demand churn or, in other words, loss of market share. We are, in other words, at one of the biggest inflection points the auto industry has ever had. And the big three are looking smaller by the day. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow the Exchange podcast and you can always catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.